We opened up the program this week, the old concert program, with uh, Cole Porter singing a song called Everybody Who's Anybody. Then Louis Jordan and his Timberty Five did Jack, You're Dead. <laughs> well, here on the old uh, concert show, we play all fine music on 70 RPM records, and we also accept advertising. We think uh, the WFMU's policy of no commercials is an admission of failure. Of course, WFMU, the programming, speaks for what amounts to a policy of failure. In fact, uh, you could call it a tradition of failure, a proud tradition of failure. WFMU embraces failure with the same level of dedication that I used to embrace Sophie Tucker's midsection. It was so large, I could not wrap my arms around it. However, the magnitude of WFMU's failure far exceeds the girth 
of Sophie's equator. Uh, of course, as my listeners know, I'm preaching to the choir. I have received uh, hundreds of uh, postcards and letters from fans. To thank you. Thank you all. Uh, you're complaining about the other programs on this station and asking whether I consider it humiliating to share the airwaves with, with so many clowns. Well, I confess, it's an enormous burden being the station's standard bearer for so many years. But back to this week's new sponsors. We have two. And next week, we will have two more. We're selling airtime like it's going out of style. Of course, at WFMU, selling airtime was never in style because nobody listens to this godforsaken broadcast wasteland except when a real professional like me is behind a mic and cranking out the top tunes. Uh, cr cranking, of course, I'm speaking metaphorically. I'm not actually using uh, a, a crank-wound Victrola on the radio. I haven't used one of those relics on the air for over 11 years. We're using here the new hamster-driven models. Anyway, the, the new sponsor, now. Now, I generally use the products which are advertised on the old Codger show. You know, Sly Weasel bourbon and Rancho Malario cigars. And I vouch for their exceptional quality. However, I do not use the product of this new sponsor. I, I, I'm not even sure I understand what it is, what it does, or how it works. Lola Bell Pancake, my agent, and she's also my advertising director, she says this is a product that deals with ladies' hygiene. So, so, so here is... You need a Bodenheim in introducing our new sponsor. It, I, I can't even say the name. Shh, ladies. Do you have a secret feminine cold? Or, as your doctor might tell you, catar of the vagina? Well, go ahead and blow your nose and suffer in silence no more. Ask your druggist for a box of Wapner's Vaginal Cones, the number one antiseptic preparation for ladies. Wapner's Cones contain a therapeutic blend of special substances derived straight from Mother Nature with a little help from medically trained doctors. This proprietary formula is a blockbuster combination of imported Italian sodium bicarbonate, formaldehyde, and picric acid. A battle-tested explosive proven to blast away nasty germs that may cause infection and odor. All in convenient cone form. When exposed to moisture, the cone's water-soluble carapace will melt, and it will deliver up to five hours of medication to your special area while you go about your day with a smile. You can shop, bake, swim, and even vacuum with complete confidence. Nobody will know you've got a Wapner's cone in there. You'll know it's working when you feel the tingle. And with Wapner's signature scent, you'll be spreading the pleasant aroma of orange blossoms everywhere you go. What's more, if you're a housewife who cares about the health of her family, toss a Wapner's Vaginal Cone into your laundry to super sanitize your load. Wapner's Vaginal Cones. Shh. When it's feminine cold season, they're your new little secret. Caution. Contents may explode. Do not subject Wapner's Cones to flame, dry friction, or rapid changes in temperature.
hear me cry Cause long as you live you'll be dead if you die You had your fun and now you rush off You're giving me an awful brush off You'll be sorry by and by Cause long as you live you'll be dead if you die Oh yes, oh yes Take the good advice I give Oh yes, oh yes As long as you live you'll be dead if you die If you die you'll be dead just as long as you live So here's a final word of warning You're gonna wake up dead some morning Then you'll cry how about that guy I do believe he wasn't telling a lie So take it from me as hard as you try As long as you live you'll be dead if you My baby's cold, feel just like a radio line. My baby's long, my baby's tall, feel just like a radio line. He keeps a good wavelength, I can tune in all the time. our question. Yes, yes. Uh, Bill, do you remember the first girl you ever kissed? Huh? No, Ernie, I don't even remember the last one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Oh, what a sweetheart I've got. But she should be shot, I claim. Oh, my. I hear she likes you a lot. And you ought to feel the same. I can't love that gal, though I try. Well, I wish you would tell me just why. Here's why. On Monday, she takes a walk with Johnny. On Tuesday, I suppose she talks with Jim. And on Wednesday, she likes to dance with Tommy. On Thursday, she takes a chance with Tim. And on Friday, she goes to dine with Archie. On Saturday, it's Percy that buys. Sunday's my only time with that bozo of mine. Cause she's the sweetheart of six other guys. Oh, 
my, that little baby of mine is pickle as she can be. Oh my, she has the boys all in line. She sure likes variety. She tells all the fellows she's true. Ah, but she never tells them to who. On Monday, I hear you fought with Johnny. That's right. On Tuesday, I had a fight with Jim. Yeah. Uh -huh. And on Wednesday, you got a kick from Tommy. Oh, that's nothing. On Thursday, I got a sock from Tim. On Friday, you lost the tooth to Archie. Oh, boy. And Saturday, I got two black eyes. And when that ambulance came, then you put all the blame upon that sweetheart and six other guys. On Monday, she wears a coat of sable. On Tuesday, she wears an ermine scarf. On Wednesday, she wears a big chinchilla. On Thursday, say you don't know the heart. On Friday and Saturday, she flashes. A diamond ring, oh boy, now I'm wise. But those furs and that ring didn't cost me a thing, cause she's the sweetheart of six other guys. A tip on a number from the sly old fox. You can play it straight or in the box. On the Monday, it's 284. If you hit that day, you're going to play some more. On Tuesday, 825. If that comes out, good gracious alive. On Wednesday, play 486. If that falls out, then you know you're fixed. On a Thursday, play 328. You better get on it, Jake, before it's too late. Write these numbers in your book and play them every day. Buy a newspaper and take a look and see what's out today. On a Friday, play 061. If that comes out, just have your fun. On a Saturday, play 369. They're all gonna fall and I ain't lying. Well, look at young Gates, what you know? Oh, man, I don't know nothing. Gates, what you know? Oh, everything is solid. Oh, that's killer, man. You playing the numbers today? Uh, I ain't able to play no numbers today, man. What's the matter? Well, I tell you. Hey, look here, Pops. Uh, lay a couple of gas meters on me, man. A couple of gas meters? Yes, that's that's well, right. Look at him, man. What's the matter? I lay a deuce of flips on you. Is that a killer? Flips? No, I'll take a couple of gas meters, man. Gas meters? That's right. Well, look here, Jack. I think I can kind of straighten you there because I just got my check today. Oh, oh, well, now, that's a killer, man. I got my welfare check and it's really groovy, too. welfare check? Well, you know, uh, look here, I think you better cash that time right away. I'm going to do that thing now. I'm going to cash killer. it, Jack. You got to get on that number, you know. Are you ready? I think a four's going to lead you, Four in the lead? Well, that's Groovy. comes out, just have your fun. On a Saturday, play 369. They all gonna fall and I ain't lying.
Well, we heard another fine set of music there. We started out with Mildred Bailey and an orchestra, and as long as you live, you'll be dead if you die. Lizzie Washington sang My Low Down Brown. After that was uh, the Happiness Boys. Uh, they sang a song called She's the Sweetheart of Six Other Guys. Uh, the Happiness Boys were Billy Jones and Ernie Hare. They were not happy. They were miserable, cheap, lying sons of bitches. That, that's what I was told, anyway, by one of their vaudeville rivals. Uh, the Happiness Boys. They sang all these songs about bananas, uh, but they were really singing about... Use your imagination. It wasn't about fruit, unless... Uh, never mind. Uh, Slim Gaylord and Slam Stewart uh, sang a tip on the numbers. And at the conclusion of that set, Miles Davis is All-Stars from 1947 and a 78 RPM record called Milestones. Miles Davis, they're on the trumpet, here on the Old Codger Show, here on WFMU. My name is Courtney. I'm here every Thursday for one hour of 78 RPM records and uh, breezy patter. Now, I just want to say, thinking back earlier in the show, I hope you weren't too upset with that commercial. For, for uh, I, I can't even say the name of the product. The, the, the product that Unita Bodenheim was talking about before this uh, last set of fine music. Now, speaking as a manly man, it, ma- it made me a bit uncomfortable. But uh, Del Barton Pharmaceuticals paid us a good deal of money for that airtime, so we are obligated to let them promote the product in a way that helps them move crates of that disgusting crap off their shelves. Speaking of, you need a Bodenheim. I was having dinner with the lovely lady recently. She makes a fine brisket. I'm always learning remarkable things about her. She confessed to me during dinner that she had a crush on Joseph Stalin. Well, I was rather perturbed about this. Uh, Then she took me into her parlor uh, after dinner for a poetry reciter. And she read out loud her rhyming verse about uh, Lenin, uh, Trotsky, Che Guevara, Nikita Khrushchev, and Castro. Apparently, she loves murderous communist ideologues. Well, I was appalled at first, but uh, Unita's passion and her literary genius are undeniable, so I decided to stay for dessert. She uh, makes a fine peach cobbler. Well, now we're going to get back to the music. And uh, speaking of lovely ladies, we have a great song here from the lovely Ruth Edding on the Old Codger Show. Thank you. 
that hand piano until he's away. He'll have to go if you bang those keys away. Oh, honey, but we will grin when the money comes rolling in. Sweet music to worry the wolf away. Thank you. 
thank you for listening to the old Codger uh, Philco Cheap Cigar Boudoir this week. Uh, we just heard some fine music. We started out with uh, a song called Deep Night, sung by Ruth Edding. After that, we heard the Bandana Girls with uh, Baby, Would You Dare? Fletcher Henderson, the great Fletcher Henderson and his orchestra uh, g- gave us sweet music. Then another great orchestra, uh, Duke Ellington. And he had a fine vocalist back in the late 1930s by the name of Ivy Anderson. And we heard a song called Scrunch. And then the Raymond Scott Orchestra. And uh, they had uh, Walter Gross. Uh, he, he wrote a big hit called Tenderly, that same guy. He was playing piano on an instrumental called Creepy Weepy, uh, Walter Gross. Old Codger here to the top of the hour, playing 78 for you and reminiscing. And talking about my buddies, uh, Gus Bodenheim is one of my uh, close buddies lately. He's uh, He visited my Pouton shanty in East Orange this past week. It's always good to see Gus. Actually, let me qualify that. It's good to see Gus when he's not in an anxious mood. Lately, Gus has been under a lot of stress. Uh, he, he was recently hired by Del Barton Industries. That's Robbie Del Barton's company. He was hired as their spokesman in commercials that uh, air on the Old Codger program. You, you heard him many times on previous shows, and you're about to hear him again in just a few moments. Now, this job requires Gus to be in the recording studio delivering take after take of scripted ad copy, while Rummy Delbarton, who's a perfectionist only when it suits his cruel nature, Rummy sits in the control room, uh, chomping on a Rancho Malario Robusto, and he yells out loud every, he yells every time he's dissatisfied with the way that Gus pronounces a word or leans on the wrong syllable. Uh, Rummy just goes on. He constantly questions Gus's sanity, his intelligence, even questions his manhood. Well, this has turned Gus into a nervous wreck. Gus needs the money for this voiceover work that he's doing for Rummy. Years ago, Gus was earning hundreds of thousands of dollars every year as a poet. But uh, that source of income has mysteriously dried up. I I don't know. It just beats me. Anyway, Gus has been getting splinters on his ass from sitting on the bench, and he wants to get back in the game. So he got this job, and Gus uh, wants to please Rummy. But Rummy Delbarton is a tyrant when it comes to people who work with him. Uh, Actually, no one works with Rummy Everybody works under him. So anyway, so after this ordeal, Gus comes to my pouting shanty, and he mutters something about it being his, called it a safe space. And he asks me to furnish the shanty with uh, stuffed animals and crayons and coloring books and a candy dispenser so he can, how did he put it, he want, so he can revert. It beats me, I don't know. Anyway, make no mistake, Gus is a good man. He, uh, he looks forward to giving back to the community. So much that he's stolen. Uh, anyway, here is Gus presenting a commercial for yet another new sponsor of the Old Codger Radio Hour. Now, this is a product that I have sampled, and I give it my full endorsement. I think you will love it, too. Here's Gus. If you're as tired of beef substitutes, fake poultry, and plant-based patties as I am, Del Barton Foods has just the thing. It's called Beyond Mouse. Beyond Mouse contains no actual rodent nor rodent byproducts, yet it brings the same delectable flavor, texture, and down-home yum you expect from traditional mouse-based entrees minus the harmful proteins and minerals. This carbohydrate-rich substance contains only premium ingredients. Dense, meat-like, untraceable glutel, firm yet eventually yields to the bite or your money back. Skeletus, single-use straws cunningly repurposed for a convincing snap you'll swear was genuine bone. And hair, yes hair, meticulously harvested from upscale children's barbers for a silky, fur-like texture that'll bamboozle even the most finicky verminivore. Beyond Mouse, from the Del Barton kitchens that brought you Implausible Vole and Hardly Hamster.
hunting tigers in India. Well, I see nothing to India. Hunting tigers out in India. Out in, out in, out in India. Yeah, you all know how peevish tigers are. Out in, out in, out in India. They bite, they scratch, they make an awful fuss. It's no use stroking them and saying puss, puss. Hunting tigers out in India. Out in, out in, out in India. Yeah. Tigers in India, but there are no tigers in India. Not now, I've shot them all.
Did you ever fall in love with a man that is no good? No matter what you did for him, he never understood. The meanest things he could say would thrill you through and through. The meanest things he could say would thrill you through and through. And there was nothing too dirty for that man to do. He'd treat you nice and kind till he win your heart and hand. He'd treat you nice and kind till he win your And it gets so cruel that man you just could not stand. Lord, I really don't think no man's love can last. Lord, I don't think no man's love can last. They love you to and treat you like a thing of the past. There's 19 men living in my neighborhood. There's 19 men living in my neighborhood. 18 of them are food, and the one ain't no doggone. Thank you. 
Well, we're getting near the end of the show here, the old Codger show. Uh, we heard four songs there. We heard Hal Swain and his band with Hunting Tigers out in India. Great guitarist Eddie Lang gave us Eddie's Twister. Bessie Smith, a great Bessie Smith, with a dirty No Gooders Blues. And we finished up with the duo of Truett and George with Ghost Dance. I am the old Codger. I'll be back next week. Coming up next after this program is a fellow by the name of Hardy White. He does not play wretched music like most of the other WFMU DJs. He just talks a lot. Now, if he were a visitor in my bunker, I'm sure he would be a fine conversationalist. But if he talked while I was playing Ruth Edding 78s, I'd throw him out on his hardy white ass. Anyway, speaking of his white ass, I was told that he hosts his show naked. Uh, when he's not on the radio, broadcasting naked, he gets dressed and goes suitcasing around to senior centers, and he performs vaudeville routines for the residents. Now, unlike me, he's too young to have seen vaudeville in its heyday. His routines are all transcribed verbatim from Vitaphone shorts. Ah, he's been invited to the, uh, the Van Halen nursing home in Verona, New Jersey, many times, but he has yet to arrange a date. I, I, I think he's scared of the place. He's got quite a reputation. It's a tough crowd. Anyway, Hardy White, also, I, he speaks fluent Esperanto, which, of course, is the universal language. Uh, Hardy thinks if everyone spoke Esperanto, it would foster peace and harmony through better understanding. Uh, I think this is foolish. But Hardy White is a youngster brimming with youthful idealism. It's going to have a rude awakening when he becomes an adult. And uh, just a reminder, also, that I'm available for personal appearances at your poker game or at your lodge stag night or at your backyard barbecue, as long as there aren't any kids under the age of 55. I bring two hamster-wheel-driven turntables and a crate of first-rate 70RPM records, and I play music that's so exciting it will make your guests lose bladder control. Contact Lola Bell Pancake, she's my agent, and she'll give you a rate sheet and uh, required backstage amenities. Get in touch with Lola Bell through her talent agency, the International House of Pancake. This is WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, New York City and Rockland County at 91.9 FM. And they tell me it's online at WFMU.org. This is the old Codger. Back next week. Goodbye and excuse me while I go get plush to the scuppers. First, I welcome everyone. I say, welcome. And I tell them where to, to Miracle of Nutrition with Hardy White. And then I introduce myself. I'm Hardy White. Then I offer them a suggestion. Join me now, won't you? And I tell them why. To get together. And then I confess something. So I can confuse you. Hmm? Oh, I'll always tell you the truth, even if the truth is I'm lying. Holy bazooba, Butch, look what I dug up in the garden. Ah, that's a piece of someone's belief. How do you think it got there? Someone must have had it shattered near where you found it. That could have happened ages ago. I wonder what other pieces I'll find there. Now, don't go digging up the sewer pipe. Nah, I moved that so I wouldn't. But if I find any more artifacts like this, I think we should do a dig on the whole yard. Spiny already dug up the whole yard. There's nothing there but a Neolithic grave site and Civil War submarines. I know, but I think it'd be interesting to know more about what this belief looked like when it was intact. This may look like a ordinary field dotted with stands of dendritic idea growth, expanses of expectation grass and rolling circumstances, but beneath this ground lies centuries of discarded worldviews, broken faith, the detritus of decaying certainty produced from the spot where belief meets experience. We call this spot Peradventure Fields, and if ever there was a job for the time family, this is it.
We know a while ago, uh, Lou found some broken beliefs in this backyard, and it looks like Captain Durer's trench is already underway. Let's see if they found anything yet. Hey, Captain, permission to come aboard. Permission granted. But watch your step. I dropped a glass jar full of thumbtacks earlier. Have you found anything yet? I found that standing on solid ground after spending years on a ship feels weird, and I'm convinced I'm moving. Uh, you are moving a bit, Captain. I'm trying to pull the tarp you're standing on. Just ask me to get off it, then. That didn't work the first few times, but... Excuse me, Captain. Could you peradventure step to the side so I can get this tarp moved? Can't you see I'm speaking to someone? Stop interrupting me and get back to work. Aye, aye. Oof, there goes the ground again. Well, we've been digging and digging, but so far all we've found are dead people's possessions and houses and bodies, not the big chunks of assumptions and certainties we expected. But we'll keep on digging and exploring. So what would these beliefs have looked like when they were new? Grandma, I have some questions. What, dear? Well, you know recently I went looking for my birth certificate and didn't find it? Yes. Then I went looking for old baby pictures of myself and there don't seem to be any. Hmm, mysterious. And all the addresses of where we supposedly lived when I was a kid are in the middle of lakes or public libraries or inside mountains? Weird. And then Butchie said that actually I was a conjured being brought into life by you when you poured rum on a sack of rocks with a coconut head. Oh, mystery solved. Who wants ice cream? Can we go to the Milky Way Cafe near Ikebukuro Station in Tokyo? How about we just get some from our local shop? Awesome, I'm not picky. You really take hands for granted. There's such a seamless extension of will that when you're confronted with a situation of wanting a simple thing to happen and are used to your hands almost simultaneously carrying that out for you, but you find they're suddenly not there, then your belief about the control you have over your environment changes radically. When I was a house, my desires and even my needs were met by a cold stillness. It's the Mosahoetz program. Mo, where's Mo? Oliver, you're going to use up all the oxygen in your tank. Mo will be here. Well, it's hard enough managing him when I wasn't a fish. Now that I can't leave this tank, it's nearly impossible. Oh, here he is now. What's all the hubbub? You're late. I'm not late. The show starts when I get here. Calm down or you'll use up all the oxygen in your tank. People keep saying that, but I thought that's what this thing in the corner that makes bubbles was for. <laughs> okay, you caught me. But still, you get so worked up about stuff. Because I care. I believe in the show. Believe in the show? But it doesn't even exist. What? Tomorrow's peradventure weather. Partly cloudy skies. Chance of precipitation 30%. Lows in the high 80s. High in the low 30s. Thunderstorms in the afternoon. Clearing in early evening. And it should be a sunny and dry tomorrow for the time family did. Man, this rain. I think it already filled up the pit they dug out there. I wonder how long it'll slow down the dig. I don't know, but they have a pretty substantial hole out there. How deep do you think they're going to dig? How deep can you dig? When I self-examine, I hit bedrock pretty quickly. If you actually dug through the earth, you'd only be deep for so long before you started to be shallow again. Me? I'm not funny anymore. Oh, Hans. If you're not funny, why am I laughing at you right now? All my humor is passé. All my jokey references dated. <laughs> Lou? I'm sorry, I was just trying to help. But I wasn't a joke. Oh, I don't know. It's hard to tell. You just say stuff funny. I love it. I make jokes about Alf Landon's presidential prospects. I do Joe Penner impressions and make quips about Zazu Pitts. Sezu. What? Her name is pronounced Sezu Pitts. I know that because we met her on the set of It's a Mad, 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 Mad World in 1963, right before she died. Oh, thank you. I'm sure my correct pronunciation will make my jokes about her funnier. 
<laughs> Lou? Uh, I don't know. I want to help Hans. Let me know when to laugh, please. Listen, Hans, humor is tough. Those laughs you got aren't going anywhere. Maybe they were just a product of the times and that time of your life. There'll be a lot of different Hanses in the course of a lifetime, right? I mean, you thought you were nobility once, and then you found out you weren't. It just meant you had to re-examine and adjust. But being funny gave me an identity. What do I do without this sense of self-worth? <laughs> Now that is generally funny. Man, do not hook yourself a steam wagon to that crazy donkey. Hans, we think you're great, whether you make us laugh or not. Well, we can't all be Harry Rich, right? Um, well, uh, what do you think of the place? 